Hey, this is Kevin from Kevin's Barbecue Joints, and welcome to Kevin's Barbecue Joints Podcast. And this one's so great. It's with Chef Johnny Rayzone from Howlin' Rays. We haven't spoken to each other in a while, so we cover a myriad of topics. It starts off on a little bit of a tangent, but we definitely get into all that's going on with their Chinatown location, their Pasadena location, which sounds extremely exciting. It is opening officially the actual brick-and-mortar location sometime in late May, or early June, hopefully late May. And we discussed that about three quarters of the way in and it just, <laughs> you're gonna be blown away. It just sounds amazing. But there is still a Pasadena location. For most of you, you know, you can order on Postmates for the Chinatown location. The radius is about seven miles and then there's the Pasadena location. And that is something that you could order um, within seven miles from Postmates. But he also talks about some uh, tips as to how you could order directly from them at either location, which is something that's really cool. And I had heard about this, but I didn't know that was an official thing that you can do. But I really wanted to catch up. I really wanted to see what his mindset was once the pandemic hit and how they did change or as, as people say, pivot to this new game plan of delivery and how successful that has been. And it's amazing, but it's not at all unexpected that his retention of employees has not changed at all. And, and they've actually gained employees. I'll put links below to everything that's going on. But there's also something at the end that he talks about with a location in Mexico, which is <laughs> extremely interesting. Chef Johnny has always been extremely inspiring. He has an amazing pedigree in the restaurant industry, but this interview, I, I left it feeling extremely inspired, and I know that you'll be inspired by his passion and his direction and his mindset, so I, I can't thank Johnny enough for taking the time. He and Amanda have created something very special, and they know it, and they are trying to expand and move forward in the smartest and most logical way. So follow along on their Instagram. That's the best way to see when the Pasadena location is opening up so that you can visit it. If you're enjoying these, please subscribe. I'm doing about two of these per week. I have a website at kevinsbbqjoints.com. But at the end, stay safe and visit your local restaurant. Good morning. I guess almost afternoon. How are you doing today? Good, good. Yeah, it's good to see you. It's been a, a long time. How, how are you feeling? How are you guys doing? Awesome. I mean... What I learned today was uh, normally like I'll wake up at 6, 7 a.m., right? But mm -hmm. I started my day today at 5.25 and bro, like it's the productivity levels are so high. Now it's like 11 and so much stuff has already transpired. I'm kind of getting used to these contractor schedules, meeting the contractors mm -hmm. at Arroyo, you know, with the build out that we're doing with that. And I, I love it, man. I mean, I used to work really late nights as a chef for oh, yeah. in fine dining and so i wouldn't get out of the restaurant until like 1 a.m 2 a.m sometimes because we'd be doing play down yeah and now now kind of shifting into the role as a business owner and operator and having to wake up and have meetings at 5 30 6 o'clock um as they start their days is, has been really uh a, a huge learning lesson you know yeah, it's funny because there's all those videos and all those things that people do where they say, get up at four in the morning or get up at five and you get so much more done. It's quiet. And, and it just, it, it's just the actual act of getting up early. I get up early, but not at five o'clock. But I think that it is something to be said about that. And it is funny how, how you, you've learned that as, as you get older. It's funny. Yeah. It's crazy, bro. I, I'm, I'm 30 something years old and it's like the, the, the sheer just ability to see the sun coming up in the morning yes. as opposed to the sun's already up i mean mm -hmm. it it's definitely almost empowering yeah yeah you know, like like a fresh day it's it's yeah. a worth of a new you know day <laughs> that's or true. whatever that's true. yeah that's very yeah. true 
You know, it's funny too, is I was thinking about you the other day because I was, as a question I wanted to ask you, because I've worked in restaurants, but never in fine dining, but I always remember the end of the day and how it's a, it's a, there's an emotional feeling because there's so much going on at once. And then it's like clean up. It's that rush is that, can you talk a little bit about that? Like, have, cause you missed. I guess you, yeah. I, I already got it. I, every day a restaurant is like a baby is born, mm-hmm. right? So it's, it, it, it's very cyclical. I can't remember which mentor that I had that re- referred to this, but it is in reference every day when you open, it's like the birth of a child, right? And then at the end of the day, it's kind of like the death of the child. It's mm-hmm. a cyclical kind of process. The child's lived its life. You know, you've had table 42, table 68, you know, all, all 200 covers, whatever you want to yeah. say, or even if it's 10 covers, it doesn't matter, but it's a cyclical process. Mm-hmm. And it's also a palindrome, uh, meaning that it starts and ends the same way. It opens up, the guy's mopping the floors, you're breaking down the chairs, you're putting the chairs down. Uh, it closes, guy's mopping the floors, putting the chairs back up. It's, uh-huh. it's the same start and end process. And a lot of like really good movies and films and TV shows start and end at the same place you know uh-huh. and, it, and that's the palindrome reference i first learned this when i was a really young kid my dad always made me read literature and charles dickens there was a character yeah, there's, that yeah. he yeah, what his is name it? was yeah. pip Who, who's the character named but, pip i'm so far removed from when i was reading that but it's uh yeah it's he's pip is a little kid who uh, what is that yeah it's uh let me it's funny when great i great expectations great expectations, great expectations. Yeah, yeah yeah good okay, okay. this it, total barbecue talk is yeah, yeah. so on point but <laughs> The, the, my dad made me read a lot um, when I was a kid, and he made me read Great Expectations. And Pip, even the word Pip, is a palindrome. Mm-hmm. P-I-P is spelled the same way forwards and backwards. Mm-hmm. But what he stressed to me was that the character starts off and ends ends in the same place. So not only is his name a palindrome, but the whole novel is a palindrome in yeah, itself. Yeah, he is too. Yeah. Exactly. And so um, I don't know why we're sidetracking on but that. I guess, but I, but I guess essentially that's what we are too. As we get older, you regress, but you don't regress to that, like that innocent wonder as a baby. It's almost because you, you, your memories start to fade, which is it's yeah. kind of like a, a little bit more of a curse than, a, than it you, is. You start on four feet crawling. You have two feet and you're crawling four, mm-hmm. and then you go to two, and then you go to three where you have a cane because you can't, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? So it's like you kind of, it is that process for sure, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah, but it, but it's just, it's being working in a restaurant for people that there are a lot of people that restaurant tours that watch this and people in the industry, but people that haven't. There's a weird. It's an animal unto itself, and it's it's this excitement and and stress and and every every day is a new day. But also too, people get a chance to be in a structure. I think a lot of people need structure, and it's like that mopping that whole that whole day, and then the day is done and it starts again. It's like it's kind of it helps for people that don't want to think about their job when they go home, unless they're no, hundred percent. The, I mean, owner, I, I, you know. well, there, there's so many different things to it. You know, I, a lot of what I tell my employees is use this platform of a job as a concrete pillar in your life, because a lot of the employees will, especially with COVID, they were dealing with so much shit, so many problems, yeah. so many different things, you know, um, within family structures, people moving, people losing jobs, people, and, and I told them, you know, use this as a pillar. And it's, it's, it's one of the most consistent things you can have in life because you know what to expect mm-hmm. uh, in terms of its cyclical process, yeah. in terms of how cyclical it is. 
it's not like it's going to be that much different, you know, and I'm not saying this in a negative way of like, oh, it's a boring job because every day is completely different, but the structure, what you're speaking on, your job roles, your job duties, you know, they remain constant and Mm -hmm. consistent. Um, What the customers that come up or the orders that come up are going to be inconsistent, but uh, you know what to kind of expect. So I, I, I kind of share that with a lot of the employees and That's I've good. used that in my life um, mm-hmm. as a chef where, you know, working, you know, six days a week, 14 hours a day, like that's been my rock in yeah. my life, no matter what's going on personally, I've always had that. And, and, and uh, a big part of my success comes with leaning on the pillar of yes. being a chef or a cook or a restaurant operator. And that kind of lent, that leads us into the question of how did you feel once you had to, was it, is it almost going on two years since people had met, or was it April of 2020 when people couldn't walk up and sit at the bar and eat? Like, how long have you been closed for dine-in? Two years? So, yeah, probably about two years. Um, and what was that mind? Yeah. Yeah, in terms of how I feel, I mean, it, yeah, it was uh, upsetting as, as soon as COVID hits. It's like, okay, do a restaurant. Yeah, do a really good job, long lines, two-hour mm-hmm. lines, all that stuff. And then it's just ripped away. It's just and, and it was based strict. on that experience too. I I kept thinking about someone like hospitality, you. Yeah. customer service. Yeah. But you know, it took me about a month to figure it out. I kind of pivoted and yeah. we're doing delivery. And you know, it's I'm actually so grateful that it happened now, looking back, because now I've opened up a ghost kitchen um in Pasadena on yeah. Allen. And that ghost kitchen is going to parlay into our bigger location that I'm actually building out on Arroyo Parkway. Okay. And it's given a opportunity for the underdogs, if you will, to rise up and be able to be managers, be executive sous chefs, oh. uh, be oh. chef de cuisines. And because the pressure was a lot lower and we're still doing a lot of volume. In, in fact, we're selling more chicken than we sold before. I was going to ask locations. that really. I, I was thinking maybe. Yeah. And so it's, it's been a blessing in disguise. And, and mm-hmm. I think that a big thing that I, I, I talk to my employees about is, you know, you, you, it's not an L uh, in terms of a loss, it's a lesson. And you take, you take what comes your way, whether it's negative or positive and you, you deal with it, you know? Yeah. And so that's been a huge blessing over the past, you know, two years uh, for the company and, and, and for the employees themselves, because now they're getting paid way more than they would have before yeah. if COVID kept go- or if COVID didn't happen. And know? they were able to keep their jobs and still, oh, we, yeah, still have uh, a steady. Most of I got raises. I mean, like I'm, I'm trying to get my top, you know, five guys to six figure incomes for nice. a fried chicken restaurant with yeah. two locations. That's, <laughs> that's, that's unheard. awesome. You know, yeah, it's amazing. That's, and that's inspiring. And that's in, and that's also something that I've noticed your employees flourish underneath you. It seems like, and, and the, the, the times that I was able to sit inside or even sit off to the side and film and take pictures and things, it was so, it's so amazing how it seemed like it's, it's, it's stress and there's a lot of stuff going on, but you, you empower them. You get, you empower them is, is what I, that was the word I was looking for. <laughs> Throw all that. Yeah, no, you, you, you would, uh, you know, we just, I think we've been going on six weeks now um, of a shout out to Dr. Lee. Dr. Lee is a speech professor in, I think, Virginia or Maryland or Washington or something like that. Mm-hmm. And every Monday on our day off, I do a, a few hours of speech therapy with the employees. Um, and I hired this doctor and oh. it is insane because 
they are learning so much and now they're able to teach me. The main course of the class is communication, communication skills, mm -hmm. learning to read your audience. What type of communicator am I talking with? Identifying that type and then, you know, communicating with them in an effective manner, identifying how you communicate, how you say things, how many filler words do you use? Like, I love um, this. This is so interesting. Uh, uh, you know, like all this stuff. Well, I noticed that watch, like, when I edit myself, <laughs> I noticed that for sure. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I'll send you his contact. Please He's do. great. And so the point is, is that with COVID and all that stuff, we've adjusted. Now it's like the guys are growing even more. The team's growing even more. So... And it's it, it's amazing, you know, uh, to be able to explore these different realms as a business owner, as a chef, because you don't really think of communication as super important when you're a chef or an operator. But when you have 30 employees and you have employees that are coming from ground up, like yeah. no experience whatsoever, if you can teach them something that is going to uh, affect their lives for the rest of their lives, mm -hmm. they're going to value you as a boss and respect you as a boss even more. But also they're gaining more from the job than just money. Yeah, than just the job. And this, uh, that's, that's amazing. You're creating better humans or you're helping them become the human, the person that they want to be, or that is inside them. That's wow. Yeah. Or, 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 or even the person that maybe was affected. What I learned uh, in Latin culture, there was a uh, situation with parents and parenting where they would make them read the Bible um, if they were in trouble. So it'd be like, okay, this kid did something bad at school or something. And then the parents are like, go in your room and read the Bible now. And it, what uh. it did though, for two of my guys, it created an issue with literacy and reading and vocabulary where they had a negative uh, connection to oh, reading. Mm -hmm. And so one of the key points that we've been focusing on is like vocabulary and stuttering, but also trying to communicate too quickly their thoughts and then the mouth can't keep up and it's not on the same wavelength and it's very interesting because it, it not only are we trying to make them the the people they want to be but we're also dialing back to correcting yeah. certain previous issues because as human beings we all have our issues uh -huh. um, in, in terms of what shaped us to who we are today so yeah well, this is a lot more intriguing than like it's always yeah. interesting to talk to you barbecue also, show right yeah no but yeah but also too i talk to makers i talk to, to knife knife yeah. makers woodworkers wh whomever because I, I love people who have an artistic mind but also people that are interested in yeah. learning in learning and expanding their horizons because there's a lot more yeah. than just like living in the valley or living in some little like there's a lot of outside the window and i i really i appreciate this so much because i feel like this is unexpected for people. This is great. This is not, not no, that they, for sure. Because they would, because they, they probably like, let's get it. I just want an update. But they now, this is, this is also who you are. I feel like almost like I, now I'm like not intimidated, but it, you, you're a very good communicator now, a lot better than even the last interview that we had. I think that you, you could tell that your brain is, you're cognizant of this, like you're, of how you're expressing yourself. And, and I think about it, but I'm also very free flow. Like I, I talk and I, I try to weave the conversation, but uh, this is great. So now with, now you, I know you're open Wednesday through Sunday now, right? For both locations. And one of them Correct. opens an hour earlier. Is that, did I read that correctly? Correct. Yeah. Chinatown is open at 10 and then uh, Pasadena is open at 11. And it's, is the d delivery radius still 
a roughly about five miles or eight miles or what what's the no we we expanded to about seven and a half miles ish okay. um on both locations and then we even have a great relationship with postmates where we shifted the delivery radius so it's not overlapping uh, because instead of it oh i see you're focusing saying. on the main radius like if you take draw a circle and then it's been a long time since i've done geometry or even yeah Gosh, we should, it, shows, it shows that it would be nice to know those things now because we didn't really care about it, but we learned it yeah, back then. It's yeah. funny what you pay attention to or what little things, and, and if you're not using it, we're not, we're not architects. I guess you probably are dealing with architects a lot more than you had in the past too. Yeah, I mean, the, Ask the, one of your the Royal <laughs> location is, is great because we actually have street signage. We have 40 parking spaces. I mean, we have beer and wine. We have our own bathrooms. I, we're so excited for that it. That is and, killer. You know, and now with kind of California reopening and Los Angeles kind of reopening, especially with like fast and all this stuff, we're really excited to see. We've been very patient, you know, and like you said earlier on the interview, in terms of us like being low key with, with everything with COVID, it's it's hard. We didn't want to like over promote. We didn't want to have too many people show up and mm -hmm. and and us have to fill a new job role, which is a bodyguard, a mask bodyguard, a distance body but all this stuff and we're like okay we're just gonna go like this or out you know and play the long game and that's yeah. that's what we do and that's why we've never franchised or never opened up many locations you know even with hot chicken exploding in los angeles now yeah, i was gonna like ask you about thousands that. Was, how like when we first talked it wasn't like that and that's so what was what's your opinion of that like i understand it, it makes sense but wow it's crazy it's pretty crazy yeah i mean in terms of my opinion uh i think the world has plenty to give to to everyone and i can't just be the one guy that's like oh we were the first to do it in la <laughs> i wasn't even the first to serve natural hot chicken I, i'm you know i'm not born in nashville i'm not even from nashville so exactly it's like, exactly i have no issues or no nothing I, I what i like to focus on is i stay in my lane I'm very hyper focused on motivating uh driving pushing staff maintaining staff um creating more opportunities for them and also uh, creating more options for customers and making our, it easier on our customers. Like now, honestly, you don't have to do it just on Postmates. You can just go to the restaurant. I don't publicize this, but you can just go to the, we take so many in-person orders. And China, Chinatown Allen and Pasadena or? Both locations. Yeah. The Allen location is just a ghost kitchen. So you yeah. kind of have to know about it, but we're not like in your face about it. You know, especially this day and age, everything's just, it's like, here you, uh, this, it's you know, much. it's, with Instagram, with everything, social media, everything's just, you know, and so we're, we're, we're already doing that. So I, I, I could say easily, you could just head to the restaurant order. We'll take care of you and you get to interact with our staff. And we're super excited, you know, from that, but this Arroyo location is where I'm going to be kind of promoting a little bit more, you know, and, and yeah. doing a little bit more of uh, what we're known for, which is our hospitality. Uh, because I feel like that's we're a little more known for that than the hot chicken. You yeah, know? yeah. Although people like I, I, I mentioned that I was talking to you to a couple of people, and they're like, "Ah, oh, I gotta get back for that." I get, <laughs> just because it's it's delicious, it's wonderful. But now, what is the you you started explaining the Royal location? Is it going to be a bar seating as well, and then tables? How how's the setup? Yep. So we have booths. Uh, we have we have a a pair of like uh, four to six tops or four to six people can sit in these like booth section. Yeah. And then we have a section where it's two tops and it, it has one side is a booth and then one side shares. And then we'll have a little bit of bar seating as well. And then we have beer and wine as well. Wow, and, and we're so excited because we take a very, uh, 
low end, high end approach to um, everything that we do. And with our beer and wine selection, it's gonna be really cool because you can get really lowbrow, you know, uh, like a Colt 45 or I'm not saying that's gonna be on the menu, yeah, yeah, like yeah. just hypothetically or metaphorically speaking, you know, a, a, a bottle of beer in a bag or a high end craft local brewery uh, or a cheap champagne or a Don Perignon, you know, like I like that low I love that. and highbrow. Uh-huh. It speaks to something that I fell in love with in Nashville, which is Arnold's Meat and Three. They're a James Beard Award winning cafeteria. Mm-hmm. And when I went there, I, 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 being an LA kid, I was just so inspired by the fact that you have governors, construction workers, actors, uh, you know, people from the gas station that work at the gas. It was a, a mix of everybody mm-hmm. from all walks of life. You yeah, know, rubbing shoulders. That right. was so inspiring. Yeah, and if you've seen our line, you know, pre-COVID, it's exactly the same yeah, thing. It you was have, like twenty different ethnicities standing in line. You know, mm-hmm. and, and it's like, what? It's really what speaks volumes for me. What food is, and it really brings people together. It doesn't matter where you're from, how tall you are, how old you are, whatever. And that line for me every day, you know, when I when I woke up was such an inspiration because of it being a demographic that is so diverse. Yeah. And it's so so then do you have any inkling as to roughly when you want to open or do you have a I think well, I think we're uh, end of May, you know. So okay, that's not far off. No, it's not. The contractors are doing a great job. Shout out to Steve and Alex. Like I, uh, we kind of agreed on Cinco de Mayo as kind of being our kind of time period where we're going to, you know, try and push for. And so, yeah, I think end of May, latest June, but yeah. it's definitely happening this year, hundred percent. And, you know, it's also all right now. I'm just figuring out, you know, uh, this SBA loan and paying for it all and all that stuff. And that's yeah, been yeah. a fun process. Um, but yeah, we're, we're really excited. Was Pasadena in mind prior to COVID or was this something that came, you thought of? The, le- the lease was, so this is why we've been delayed so much is because the lease was signed. And when COVID hit, we were kind of like maybe three months after signing. So we had to go back to the drawing board because uh. as a chef, as an operator, the world's changed. So mm-hmm. if, if I were to say to you, what does a restaurant look like in the future post COVID? What does it look like? How, do you have to, space at the tables more all that stuff changed the whole thing so we had to go back and change our plans mm-hmm. so that it, it's more of a friendly more of a focus on bathrooms more of a focus on hand washing you know more of more spacing you know things like that we had to change everything that we worked on prior um but you know it's it, i'm glad that we're taking our time and we didn't just rush it and push it through the pipeline is there outdoor seating too Yep. And uh, outdoor speakers, shout out to Sonos. They supplied us the speakers. Uh, but it, outdoor it, it, seatings, that's, that's the future of restaurants too. You have uh, to. uh, our, our patio is probably going to be one of the most coveted spots because of how we're setting it up with the music, with aroma. Like I'm treating it like fried yes. chicken Disneyland. So the aroma from the kitchen, we change our, it's brand new oil every day. The aroma from the fried chicken and our waffles the, the vent is pointed in oh, a specific so direction. So the exhaust goes up and it points. So right when you walk up to the restaurant, you smell fried chicken, Just you like smell waffles. waffles. <laughs> so it's like Disneyland, you know, it's and then right. you have the music and then you have the customer service and, and then we have beer and wine and, you know, it's just going to be so 
exciting and fun. And I'm so, even yeah. if there's like ten customers a day, I'm just, I'm gonna be so happy. You know, there'll be ten, at least twelve. But there'll be it'll it's going yeah. to be it's that sounds really exciting, and that's kind of what you envision a, a restaurant like yours. And will the will the Chinatown place will that open at the same time? Roughly, are you planning or so, gonna? We're going to keep the Chinatown doing the delivery and the pickup orders, how it's doing, because right now it's very safe. It's very effective. It's very efficient. And I don't want to compromise also our neighbors at Chinatown uh, in terms of people standing in front of their doorway. Oh, that makes sense. And so I'll push all the volume to a more safe and friendly environment, Mm -hmm. um, i.e. Arroyo. Yeah. Do you have the ad? Do people know the address? Is that publicized or not? Yeah, it's 800 South Arroyo Parkway. Okay. It's right off the historical route. Yeah. It's pretty cool. It's a historic building um, that had some history with like the Nat King Cole family really? where the owners, yeah, the owners of the property were um, these white people that owned a milk farm and Nat King Cole was trying to move to Hancock Park um, and they were part of a group that did not want him to move to Hancock Park because they wanted to keep the neighborhood white. Mm-hmm. And so uh, when I discovered that sign, I was like, let's rip that shit off, like take it down. Uh, a lot of people want to keep it. And I was like, okay, the city said they want to keep it. I said, if we're going to keep it, I'm going to put a Nat King Cole mural out of respect to his family. Yes. And I, I reached out to the Nat King Cole estate and they, they trust us. They know our brand and they um, said, whatever, you know, kind of design we want to do. And, and it's something that for me, rest in peace to my father, he would be very proud of because he was always, you know, into that type of music, into the old school mm-hmm. kind of, you know, uh, feel of, of, of everything. I still remember him buying the cassette tapes and putting those in the thing and winding the cassette tapes, you know, with your finger. Yes, um, yes. Cause it would, yeah. sometimes, it would come out and yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, the, the wire and you're like, what the fuck? And so yeah, sit there and, and do that. The first time I but, listened uh, to NWA was on a cassette tape. Just, yeah, yeah. I was thinking about that the I, other day. It, it, it's funny, uh, for Valentine's Day, I got my wife a rotary phone. So it's, it's an old nice. school phone. I love it. It's a rotary thing. And I, uh, her sister has a little nephew or a kid that's like 12 years old. And I was like, hey, dial uh, Amanda, call Amanda. And he looked at the phone and he's like, uh, how? <laughs> Isn't that crazy? What color is the phone? Yeah. It's orange. Orange. Bright orange. Yeah it's uh that's always close by or something can you are you going to attach it are you going to make it so that it actually works i mean i can grab it? if you want to here i'll grab it. i'll show you i would right love now. to see it yeah that'd be fun yeah i was having issues oh, so i'm actually great. taking it i'm taking it to a place i love it i'm a sucker for this oh that's so i haven't even held one in my hand in a long time the yeah it's got does it have a little bit yeah cool that's <laughs> you're the first person that's actually you, done something that's here See how it, mm-hmm. it's amazing, man. I think um, even people that have used them in the past, it would take a little bit of a learning curve just to remember how. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, you such, imagine having to dial. Order. Yeah, nowadays you just press a button. It's just, but it's amazing that you like, yeah. And then people too, like you'd have your phone hanging on the wall and then you could only go a certain amount of distance because of yeah, the cord. And, because of the cord. Yeah, exactly. And stretch it. Ah. The really cool people would get like. Or even net. the girls, the girls that are doing this. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Oh, that's awesome. That's a cool gift. Did she, did she appreciate yeah. it the way you expected she would? Or definitely, I I got a lot of enjoyment when I called it. Uh, so the reason I have it down by my car is I'm actually getting it wasn't dialing, so I have to test it on a main line because I'm using a VOP 
like a oh, data. Man. So it's converting LTE to hardwired phone. And so there's some issue with it. So I got to go test it to see if it's the phone issue or the VLP. But um, I got so excited when I heard it ring. Like the, the cause it's uh, got yeah, bells. Yeah. yeah. Underneath, it's got right? bells in it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Inside. And when it was, it's like, the, 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 is it like a hammer the hammer that hits the two bells? Is exactly. That, yeah. Uh, it's like I remember human, opening one up. I got so happy. It, it, it instantly, and this is what food can do. Mm -hmm. It instantly transported me to yeah. another time when I was a kid and I, my mom, you know, would pick up the phone or hear, hear, you know, the phone ringing. And it was like, it triggers those, those emotions. Senses. Yeah. And yeah. That's, and that's why when you're pumping out the smells and that's, and a lot of people don't think about a restaurant in, in all the different aspects, all the different ways that you can like visually, it should be wonder, it should be wonderful. The food should taste great, but also your sense of smell is so important. And that's, what's so sad too, with people that have gotten COVID that have lost their sense of taste or smell. That's like, so a lot of, I think a lot of restaurant owners have too. And that's, hmm. imagine that, imagine not being able to taste your food ever again. Or Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. That, that would be awful. That's just crazy. Is there so the, so the the Chinatown location roughly around seven seven mile uh, radius radius uh, from a point uh, from a center point uh, with this so that'll still be delivery only the in May ish the location in Pasadena will open up. That's it's, so then. When do you come to the San Fernando Valley? <laughs> by, by that time, I'll probably be gone. Just, yeah, I know. Just just baby, no, you guys were you guys steps. kind of thinking like you were thinking a little bit possibly to do San Fernando Valley for a ghost kitchen, weren't you, or something? Yeah, but honestly, like the staff is so happy, the customers are pretty yeah. happy, and also hot chicken is getting oversaturated a little bit, in my opinion. And yeah. so, you know, it's I I'm a big fan of Kendrick Lamar and a big reason why if he drops a song or he drops an album and it hits is because he only drops it every once in a while, yeah, he, you know, and, and, and also there's so much thought put into it. Mm -hmm. And so both Amanda, myself and Helen Ray's, you know, it's, it, it, it's very special to us. So if we're to, we had the opportunity to take um, a deal like, like what Dave's did, you know, with franchising, yeah. actually the same guys approached us and we told them no for two mm -hmm. years. And we still, you know, it's not. Weren't you considering the West Side to too? Wasn't that something like you were going to do? We're looking at it, but. but at one point, it, I thought that was something that's. It, it makes it sense really what you're depends, saying to not. So. It depends on the staff. If the staff, they're already growing so much right now, we can do two, you know, potentially three. If the staff can get up to speed, luckily for me, like, like I have, I have had no labor issues, like labor shortages or anything like that. And that's been a. That's been a huge thing on the contracting side. It's been a huge thing on the restaurant side mm -hmm. um, where labor issues are, are difficult. You know, like they're, ha they're having trouble just finding people. There's help yeah. on the signs everywhere. Luckily for me, uh, and I want to keep it this way, you know, we, we, we take care of our staff and they value their jobs. So if I were to open up more than I would need another 20 people, yeah. you know, and it's like mm -hmm. right now we're so focused on doing what we do and doing it really good and, 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 giving it our all and especially with arroyo being like our kind of uh, you know quinceanera or whatever like coming out party <laughs> yeah, you know yeah, like yeah. where we're like okay now we can engage and talk and you know give us give hospitality and show people love and treat them like family we're so focused and dialed in on that and also we're gonna open a restaurant in mexico you know uh so, I mean, like, that's what we're so focused on. <laughs> You're like, oh, by the way, I'm opening a restaurant in Mexico, too. I didn't know that. Yeah. You are. Yeah. That's the, the same concept or, or a different Yeah, yeah, yeah. Helen Ray's up there. Really? Yeah. 
Where yeah, in Mexico very, is LA, that? It's a uh, Monterey, Mexico. Oh, Monterey, yeah. Mm-hmm. My when I it's used great. to in a past life, I used to sell furniture with my dad when he was alive, and we had a furniture manufacturer. He was in uh, Otay Mesa, but his mm-hmm. he was from Monterey, and he said Monterey, and he said he kept oh, yeah. always corrected me, and he said that the there's a burrito that he would get like he, there was a certain burrito that or the smell and the smell of a certain tortilla that mm. was specific to Monterey. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. Yeah. That's the only, th- the only reference I have to Monterey. Oh, th- is there a reason why Monterey? Because that's something we, that- uh, we've been speaking to a gentleman that has a few restaurants out there and has a tequila company and he's just been, a lot of people approach us all the time. Oh, right? I'm sure uh, it's like incessant. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, but, but we've maintained contact and, 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 you know, he's just a great family man and a great business owner. And I think that uh, it's going to be a great opportunity oh. for our staff Um to be flying back and forth there and also a great opportunity for us to create a supply chain within the company that so i've had a prep cook that's worked with me shout out to leonel for uh i guess nine years now and um he's from i think he's from el salvador but he's still learning his english but like he's an amazing man and i want to give him a cut of a company so he's a, he's a, he's a jefe, he's a patron, he's <laughs> yeah. going to be an owner. And so I'm going to start a spice company with him that supplies Mexico. And he's, a, he's part owner in that, you know, that's and it's like, great. yeah. And that's, that goes back to, you know, like, just like the speech classes, it's like giving back kind of thing. So mm-hmm. I saw it as a huge way for the staff to benefit, but also the city of Mexico, um, or not the city of Mexico, the city of Monterey in Mexico, mm-hmm. it would, would benefit as well because part of the contract and how I negotiated it was, you know, giving back to the community, providing, providing jobs and, you know, creating this cultural, it's going to be completely different than the Helen here, but it's still going to be Helen raised and it's going to have embody, you know, that hospitality and everything. And so it's just something, another thing, you know, that's very nice. exciting for us um, to, to just grow the company, very specific guidelines where it's not just your typical franchise or license. It's, it's really a relation. It's, it's between, you know, two family members, basically, you know, and so we're really excited for that. Um, because and that's why we, we, we take a long time in terms of expansion and us mm-hmm. doing expansion. But, but that one's definitely really exciting. And, and then for me to be able to affect someone's life like Lionel, yeah, um, worked with me for so long, then now he's an owner in this, because uh, like part of it is controlling the supply chain, like we sell the spices or a separate ABC company sells the spices to them. And then he owns that. And it's like coming from where he came from, you know, he came over here with a backpack, you know, and so it's important. insane. Yeah. Yeah. So meaningful. And and, it, and what you're doing here, uplifting people, you're going to be doing that in Mexico too. That's hundred percent. It's, it's yeah. the same. And, and, it, and if you go past three, four, five, six, like it becomes watered down and it becomes hard to navigate. You've, seen, you, yeah. you've seen restaurants when they've expanded too quickly and it's obviously you're you're going about it the proper way and it this gets, sounds like you like to have a lot of stuff like things going on like constantly oh yeah i mean that's important keep to keep you inspired and motivated yeah. and, and, and driven you know and for me like our kind of with amanda myself our kind of you know uh trajectory is like to be a brand like gucci right is it where you have a london you have a you know, New York, LA, this, and there's like five or six and that's it. Time is on our side. And, and mm-hmm. it's very important because the, all those franchise guys, they tell me, catch it while it's hot. You guys <laughs> ride the lightning while it's hot and all this, but 
Well, I would at- rather create something that when I die, like for example, Arroyo Parkway, this restaurant that I'm building right now, when I die, it's going to stay open. Uh, at, I believe because when I die, most of my stuff goes to the employees, you know, because I don't have a huge family and like brothers or, or all this stuff. Uh, it's going to be around, you know what I mean? And, and that's the legacy that I left mm-hmm. to the city of LA or the city of Pasadena. And it, that's something for me that's, that's very important instead of 20 locations and then they all close because of yeah. blah, 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 or they get sold. What happens on the franchise model is you only get your money when you sell your shares. So, you know, when you have 20 units operating, they're selling blah, 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 and you sell your shares to whomever it is, some dude in Wisconsin or whatever, you know, and and that's how you make your money. But I'd rather have a small family owned. What I have right now is what I'd rather have. And that's why we never went that route. Yeah. And and it's that it's the word pivot has been thrown around a lot since the pandemic started, but you have pivoted essentially to the, the correct, like it took you some time to probably step back and look at this, but this, this delivery um, structure has, it seems to really work really well for you guys. And I've only heard. Well, we're good- a- yeah. We're actually doing like 70% pickup orders now. Oh, really? oh, Before I, it was I only delivery. Yeah. So like you can go on the app and you can select pickup and then just go and we'll, what we, what we do to maintain the freshness is, once you arrive, then we make it for you. And it, it, we have a very quick turnaround time. But, or if you don't want to download the app and you're like, no downloading apps, uh, just go to the store and we'll take care of you. Okay, cool. I didn't know that. And I, I apologize for not knowing that. That's that I, no, we, we keep it low key because if we, if we promoted that, then too many people would show up and there'd be lines and stuff like that. And I don't want to, we don't yeah. want to deal with that right now. This has really been inspiring, Johnny. I just, thanks chef for taking the time. I, I, I didn't realize that this was a route we to go down, but I'm so pleasantly, pleasantly surprised because this is something that, you know, I hope this inspires other people and I hope other people, potential restaurateurs, because it's not, it's not an easy business, but if you can uplift other people and make them better, better people or the better ber- version of themselves, ah, that's, that, it's really, really inspiring. And, and I'm happy for you. I'm happy that you guys, I was worried as soon as the pandemic for a lot of my friends who have restaurants, but then I was worried for you guys because a lot of it was that experience and the, the amount of to go, you guys had a lot of orders in the morning when I came, it was packed, but it wasn't as much to go. It was people eating there or eating right outside or gra- like the lineup was very important. So I was curious mm-hmm. as to how, how this would turn no, out. Yeah. It's been, it's been great. I mean, we're, we're really excited for the future. We're really excited even just for me to go ahead. I got to head to Chinatown. I'm really excited just to go down there. We just, change some vinyl graphics in the front. I mean, it's been, it's been great. And even through the pandemic, some, a lot of restaurateurs have suffered. And yeah. I kind of uh, sent out a few messages on my Instagram at Johnny Ray Zone. And if anybody needs anything, feel free to reach out or send me a DM or an email or, or whatnot. And I'll gladly take the time out of my day to, to respond or provide advice. And I've been doing that in the pandemic and trying to help out as many people it's as good I can. To know. Like even, even Hotville, like Doolin, Greg Doolin from Doolin's, you know, like mm-hmm. the, they were, they were reaching out to me for advice and stuff like that. And it, it's great. And they serve hot chicken, you know, <laughs> yeah, know I'll that. help them because that's a family business. That's, that's mm-hmm. part of the family. You know what I mean? But uh, if anyone needs anything, feel free to reach out. I'd gladly help, you know, with cool. whatever. Well, thank you. Thanks for making the time and uh, yeah, ha- have a great day. And I can't wait for, for Pasadena. I'm sure you're really excited for that. And, and no, for 100%. It just, so 100%. is the, the Mexico thing, if people probably will wonder, is that probably a next year type of thing or is that? Yeah, most likely. It's probably about a year trajectory. We, we're finalizing all the legalities now and stuff. They can go quick, but 
you know, Rome wasn't built in a day and we want to really do it right. And we're, we're not in a rush to make time uh, work for you, you yes. know, as opposed to, you know, trying to, yeah, trying to catch up. Bunch of, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and they could, if they follow your Instagram, that's the best way to, and, and Helen Ray's Pasadena has a separate Instagram. I'll put all that below, but you cross promote both. Like you, you'll cross promote yeah. the Pasadena, but there is two, there are two different Instagrams to follow if people want to. Yeah. Yeah. If they, if they want to, like they're, they're separate giveaways. We'll do giveaways just for one and they can kind of interact and stuff. Yeah. That's fun. That's the, and, that, and yeah. that's kind of what you do. You're not blasting people with five posts a day. It's kind of a, yeah. Yeah. Uh, kind of to say that kind of goes with your logic on how you deal with stuff. Mm -hmm. So. It goes mm -hmm. back to the rotary phone. Exactly. That's what it does. There you go. Right there. Boom. See, it's a full circle. It's a pip. Yep. <laughs> Excellent. Well, have a, have a great day, Johnny. I appreciate this. Appreciate you, Kevin.